a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Dave's X Media. The mist shimmered. I saw the dark shore of a river. Wisps of fog drifted across black water. The beach was strewn with jagged volcanic rock. A young boy squatted at the riverbank, tending a campfire. The flames burned an unnatural blue color. Then I saw the boy's face. It was Nico D'Angelo. He was throwing pieces of paper into the fire, mythomagic trading cards, part of the game he'd been obsessed with last winter. Nico was only 10, or maybe 11 by now, but he looked older. His hair had grown longer. It was shaggy and almost touched his shoulders. His eyes were dark. His olive skin had turned paler. He wore ripped black jeans and a battered aviator's jacket that was several sizes too big, unzipped over a black shirt. His face was grimy, his eyes a little wild. He looked like a kid who'd been living on the streets. I waited for him to look at me. No doubt he'd get crazy angry, start accusing me of letting his sister die, but he didn't seem to notice me. I stayed quiet, not daring to move. If he hadn't sent this iris message, who had? Yeah, how do I start this podcast? Oh, you know. Do I? Are you sure about that? <laughs> I, I've I never think... tried. <laughs> mm, Wait, no, okay. It's <laughs> welcome to Of the Eldest Gods, where we discuss Rick Riordan's role as our godly parent. I'm and Charlie, you're Charlie. From 13. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've never said that before. That was weird. Oh, <laughs> no, I was just, <laughs> I mean, I can. <laughs> I'm Ray from Kevin 12. Charlie, if we if we keep going right now, this is gonna be the intro. It is. Who's our um, guest? And I'm Taylor from Cabin Six. I hate this. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did the podcast. That's it. That's the intro this time. Holy shit! Something slammed Hell downstairs. Yeah. Hold on. Are you okay? <laughs> this is a good podcast. Did Joe die? I don't know. I just heard a slam. Joe, happy birthday, Taylor. Taylor, happy birthday. This episode is coming out on your birthday, and we're still technically recording in your birthday month. Yes, theoretically, we are okay. Enough. (laughs) And you know what else? You know what else this is? This is the birthday month of the podcast, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. Sure. I remember when we started this. You know, you've retired, so you don't have to have a brain anymore. It's fine. Yeah, you're free. They're still slamming. (laughs) I'm so scared. This is great. This is going well. Uh, We released the trailer on February 4th, 2021. Wow. Happy birthday, podcast. And also, Taylor, it's my birthday month also. Everything happens in February. I will be legally able to rent a car this month. Congratulations! I'm clapping very quietly. It's my half birthday month, if that counts for anything. Mm-hmm, definitely. Same same for Percy. <laughs> exactly. See? We did it. We did it, folks. There we go. Ev- everything, everything is relevant. When is your birthday, together? Ray? Uh, the 13th. Ah, uh, 
Friday, isn't it? No, no, it's not. Is it? No, oh, last God. month was Friday the 13th. Yeah, it was last month. That's why mm, That's why mm, I was thinking right. about it. It's okay. I wish it was Friday the 13th. Uh, I turned 13 on Friday the 13th, which means that everyone can figure out exactly Yo. how old I am now, but... <laughs> Yo. Uh, it slapped. My dad made me a cake in the shape of a black cat. <laughs> I had a themed birthday so party. <laughs> Y'all just like ran under some ladders and had fun hell yeah broke, broke some mirrors, mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't have that kind of money <laughs> fair <laughs> who does who has money these days not i truly truly uh what happened in this freaking chapter i mean the underworld sent us a prank call i think <laughs> well something like that happened something similar ish uh Again, I have to cast aspersions on Rick's chapter titles. Um, As always. <laughs> so Percy makes it to camp, you know, as you gotta, uh, where everyone, Annabeth, is being just as cryptic as usual. Annabeth. Um, <laughs> he meets the bestest girl, Mrs. O'Leary, and her I'm owner, bestest. Quintus, and Quintus's extremely suspicious crates. Uh <laughs> Grover gets one week to find Pan because the Council of Cloven Elders are super fair and unbiased. Uh, yeah. Percy is saved in a bad grade from ca- in cabin by the arrival of Tyson, who was perfect in every way. And Percy gets a collect call that is not from Nico D'Angelo, but Nico is there anyways, along with the most suspicious voice in the world. They may or may not be planning Percy's murder. And that is what we're dealing with today. It's a great time. Like, yeah. We did it. I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> mm, those, those crates, man. Those crates. I wonder what's in them. We'll find <laughs> out eventually. It's nice to be on build-up chapters again. <laughs> Shit got really real in the, that last book. It's nice to be, you we know. a little bit. Well, it's, 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 okay. it's funny because, like, next book, there is no build-up chapters. It starts from... <laughs> it just goes... So we enjoy have, this like, last we one. All we all know it's gonna. It's the last one. We don't need build up anymore. Uh, Charlie is mad at me for the chapter I already chose for book five. What did you choose? <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, I do hate you. Actually, incredible. We got beef so already, much. as we should. Oh, well, well, well. What is the myth section? It sure is a myth section. Oh my goodness. Boys, in case you missed it, but <gasps> uh, we're just talking about these three old satyrs who I hate so much. <laughs> I hate them, as we all should. Um, old satyrs, bitches. Yeah. Um, let's start with uh, Salinas, who has his own page on Wikipedia. We love that. I, um, I was wondering if these were, like, actual guys who they are. transplanted. That's that's interesting. Yes, yeah, Salinas was the... Yeah, Salinas was the only one I knew about, mm. but it's because of who he's connected to. Who's he connected to, Taylor? Well, let's just say he really likes drinking wine. Ah. <laughs> yeah, he's the companion and tutor of Dionysus. Oh? Um. Oh? Yeah. He, like, sort of raised Dionysus, but also, like, maybe kind of was his boyfriend at some point. Unclear. Yeah, it depends um, on which myth you're you're going with. As it always is. Totally, totally fine. I actually hate this man. Um, (laughs) 
but specifically because of um his connection to another thi- thing in Greek mythology, whose name is now not something we like to say very much. Hermaphroditus, um, aka ah, yes. what is what is their other name? Oh god, I can't. I know you have another name that people say as well. Fuck, fuck. The name I'm is finding... fuck. <laughs> oh, Aphroditus, I think Aphroditus, something I'll, I'll, like that. You, you keep going. I'll see if I can. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um. So Silenus is a man, a satyr, maybe had the ears of a horse. Or the legs of the horse. It's really weird. Uh, his parents are Pan or Hermes and Gaia. Huh. Truly wild. Why? <laughs> I cannot find what the other name is. Sorry. <laughs> I want to say it's Aphrodite or Aphrodite or something like that. Because, like, mm-hmm. that character is also sometimes the male Aphrodite. Yeah. Quote unquote. But I hate Salinas because he straight up rapes them. So. Ah, great. Don't love it. Love it. Not my favorite. We love Greek mythology. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> we do. Sometimes I get very upset by it. Okay, makes sense that um our our hated boy Silenus is in the Orphic stuff because Dionysus. Absolutely. Yes, of course. Of course. Practically well, it goes a- without saying at this point. <laughs> Okay. There's a there's a satyr play called Cyclops where he says that the satyrs are his children. Okay. Hmm. Even though sometimes he's like a donkey or a horse or something. Is he ever I mean, represented as a goat? See, if SpongeBob taught me anything is we genuinely can't judge the children of of <laughs> because a crab has a whale for a daughter. So they're, she could they're be adopted. Not. And and sponge plus star equals clam. Yes, Correct. of course. So, you know. But I mean, Greek mythology was the original of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this guy's pretty important. He is basically always represented as being an overweight man. That's cool. We got some representation. Don't love it him, It would though. be better if he wasn't such a bitch about it all the time. It would. It really would be if he, if he wasn't an asshole. <laughs> don't like it also what is this thing with him and midas i'm just i'm seeing that midas's name in here you know the guy who turned shit to gold yeah yeah that guy why why is <laughs> salinas in that story why not he just he okay so he just told him some stories at night what is this like a thousand one nights what's going on every statue of him he looks like he's pregnant <laughs> Sorry, did I guess you miss I just me? don't know. Did you miss me looking at the art? I, you know, I did miss it, actually. Oh, God. I guess I don't know how to draw fat men. Fucking Yeah, heck. well, that is also a long-standing tradition go, among everyone. Go down to the gallery and look at the first picture that says Statue of Silurius and explain to me what's going on around his waist. Don't know. Like I can't tell if the the it's supposed to just be a tie or if he has two penises. No, no, he's wearing some kind of garment of sorts. Yeah, I see. I want to say that's what it is. But also, it's really terribly placed. Oh, don't look at the masks. <laughs> the masks are fucking scary. Yeah. Nope. Oh god. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I hate it. There's this one with him and arrows. They're in a weird embrace. I don't like that. <laughs> you know what You're if welcome. it was if it was gay and he wasn't problematic i'd be okay with it but he's pretty problematic so i'm not okay with it <laughs> don't don't like it 
Yeah, I'm gonna move swiftly on to one of the other ones. Maybe he doesn't suck as much. Uh, I, I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> Maron, um, the one of the other satyrs, the hero of sweet wine. All right, he, he was experienced in the cultivation of of the vine. Again, Dionysus stuff. Of course, Wait, of course. He's a grandson of Dionysus. Awesome. <laughs> you know the family it's- business. Did you say it's not good? What did what 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 am I missing? Oh, I didn't say it's not good. Um, it's, he also could be the son of Slanus or his pupil. Um, hmm. I I have so many questions. <laughs> you have a lot of questions, but remember, lineage means almost nothing. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, he's a priest of Apollo. That's interesting and weird. Okay. I mean, I guess satyrs are sometimes associated with, you know, prophecy and stuff. So, I guess, but also still weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so Odysseus talks about him in the Odyssey because, like, he made wine and shit, and this is the wine that he used to make Polyphemus fall asleep. Huh. That's interesting. Cool. Yeah. I'm, make a little cameo there. You know, he doesn't have a lot about him, and that makes it more uh, not problematic, so. <laughs> more palatable than the last guy. <laughs> Exactly. The less you know about the Greek figures, the more, you know, unproblematic they are. That's so fucking true. <laughs> uh, and then our last buddy here does not have his own page, Lenius. He's just in the list of satyrs on the satyr Wikipedia page. I could probably look him up on Theoi, but the fact that he doesn't have a page says something to me that he's not important. <laughs> wow, tell it like it is. You know, I, I do like to tell it like it is. So he's a son of Salinas. Hey, and a brother of Maron, because <laughs> wait, remember this. This council's starting to seem like some fucking nepotism shit. It is, especially since they're all buddies of Dionysus. <laughs> yeah, because if you scroll down to Maron on this list, it does list him as a son of Salinas. Yeah. Oh, it also says he's a charioteer of Dionysus. I think that's cool. Huh. We just, I just, uh, whatever. Continue. <laughs> There's some nepotism. It's fine. Um, and then Salinas, nepotism babies. Uh, did some foot running with um Ampelus, Who I who is this person? <laughs> who are you, Ampelus. Is that gonna give me a page for the personification of the grapevine and lover of Dionysus? Oh my god! <laughs> no, Mr. I love D. him. Mr. D. He had so many lovers. Mr. D been fucking he's busy. Mr. D. <laughs> What's the beast for? His dick. Yeah, I I stand. Um, <laughs> see, Ray, we we said this last book that uh, Dionysus and Ariadne are very poly, or yes, or an of relationship, some something of that of that form. I'll accept that. So he's not cheating on his wife. All <laughs> the other ones are. <laughs> I just want to believe that at least one person is like chill. <laughs> I know he isn't chill, but. He's the god of madness. He can't be totally chill. I'm a fan of Hephaestus as as a chill person because his reasons for being mad are all justified. True. Like, he's the only person in the Greek pantheon who's just completely justified about everything. (laughs) He's not justified that one time he tried to rape Athena. Oh, I did forget about that one. God. That's that's his, his most, like, bad thing. That I can remember. We can't have Most any nice okay. things. Oh, Hestia's fine. Good job, everyone. You're Hestia right. Good job, everyone. Hestia is, is the best goddess for so many reasons. <laughs> Hestia's the only one who's just like, I'm here. 
I know for a fact Hestia can fucking chill. Yeah. Hestia can be in my blunt rotation. (laughs) Not that I I have a blunt. I think she was protecting everyone while they were, like, um, quarantined at home. Because, you know, they were the home. Aww. Yeah. Hestia. Patron goddess of quarantine. Dear lord. I yeah, mean, uh, quarantine does come from a Latin word, so maybe huh? it's her, her Latin version is was was really there. Because it came from when they had to uh, quarantine boats and stuff, so that disease Oh, right. Spread. I think I remember that story. Huh. Okay. Okay. It didn't stop it, but, you know, S- they tried. It certainly didn't hurt. <laughs> it probably could have been worse. We don't know. So, good job, Hestia, for almost preventing shit. <laughs> She tries her hardest, and then everyone else fucks shit up. So it's not yeah. her fault. Nothing's ever her fault. All right. So so this chapter, we don't get to the prank call for a little bit, but... Yeah, that's the very last thing that happens, so it's fine. It happens so many times with this chapter titles. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's the Rick thing. It's what he does. So we're in a taxi ride with Annabeth, an angry girl. Of we course. We love it. <laughs> I don't remember being this angry at her. She's she just is very angry at Rachel. That's just like her thing. I know. This love triangle has become like a love not even a square. It's just two different triangles just trying their best. They're they're <laughs> connected by one line and that line is Percy and Annabeth. The triangles were the friends we made along the way. A Oh, it's, it's a love diamond. It's a love Venn diagram. There you go. Love Venn diagram. <laughs> Anyways, I, uh, one, don't care for jealousy plots, so jot that down. Um, Uh, A lot of people don't. Uh, Things that could be solved with communication. Woo! Who does that? Uh, Two, I, I always feel like there's this thing that especially male authors do, where they're like, well, we have one female character in the core cast. If we add another one, then she'll be, like, mad, because girls hate each other, right? And I just... That's one of the things he does so much better in later books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, he he falls way into that trap here. Um, it's not great. I didn't watch all of Stranger Things, but I uh, did watch... Uh, the season where they introduced Max and Eleven got, like, all mad, and I'm like, can you not be doing this thing specifically? Like, <laughs> anyways. It's fine. Everything's fine. So, Everything I can't fine. say that I particularly care for it, but I I don't... It hasn't been too bad yet, it's just one thing of Annabeth being, like, mad about this. So it's like, I'll have to see how it goes and, like, how aggravating it gets. So far, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but... Mm. You know, it's great because then Percy brings up the worst thing he could do, which is Luke. Um, <laughs> Percy is so good at this whole socializing thing. Very much. You know, he reminds me more of somebody with autism every time I read this book. <laughs> hmm. More than just, like, ADHD. Like, obviously the ADHD is there, but the lack of social skills... Mm. No, I can vouch for that. Like, there's a lot of symptomological overlap. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, sometimes you just say some bullshit, and you're like, why did I do that? I don't do that anymore. I just stopped talking eventually. <laughs> but yeah, as a child, 
I said a lot of really dumb shit that I should not have said to people. It's Don't one of my favorite. Everything. It's one of my favorite parts of being a teacher because I do have a few autistic students that tell me the funniest shit. <laughs> Because they just don't even know that they're saying it at some points. I'm trying to keep talking with a straight-ass face, but really on the inside, I'm I'm dying. <laughs> just pure joy. You're, you're always dying, Taylor. Yes, but at least in that sense, it's a good dying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, well, we're, we're going to camp. We're, we're gotta, going to camp. gotta, gotta get to camp. <sighs> Yay! We have to, we have to do this every time, Ray. <laughs> It can be a new segment for every book. <laughs> Gotta get to camp. Uh, Taylor, this is from a Barbie movie. If you didn't already know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's it's from the, the movie that is basically just Camp Rock 2, but make it Barbie. Oh, good. Good. Classic. I, I've, I've only seen, like, the older Barbie movies. That's as fair. as is like good. Child. <laughs> That's fair. I was a big <sighs> fairytopia kid. Mm. Uh, as you should be. Well, we're going to camp. Grover's already there. And Percy makes a phone call, which, what? Annabeth has a cell phone. Important. Because we had to (laughs) talk about the whole demigods don't use technology. But we're still using it so we can say, hey, mom, I'm okay. I blew up a school. Tell Paul I'm sorry. Yeah, I would say that's a decent exposition way to do that. Mm -hmm. To bring that point in. But also, who's jumping in with the fourth book? Um... It's it's also it like, a refresher in case it's been a couple years did. or whatever. It sounds you know, like something Mots would do. Yeah, I was I was about to say, um, Mots maybe maybe he jumped <laughs> in with the fourth book. Uh, yeah, we still don't know if Kelly died or not. Unclear. And this taxi driver is like, "There's nothing here. Why are you why are you getting out? Just trust us, man. We're good. It's fine. We're good." But- no, no thinking adult is letting them out there. The mist. It's uh, fine. Yeah. Also, oh, to... you you might uh, overestimate how much taxi drivers care about random people. That's about fair. About children? <laughs> they don't get paid to care about that shit. Fair. Okay, cool. Um, I meant to look something up real quick before um, this chapter, but it's fine. It's it's just the name of the dragon, because I don't think we got that in the last book. I don't oh. think so. I think we just got, hey, there's a sleeping baby dragon. And now the dragon's grown, and his name is Peleus, which is Achilles' dad's name. Hmm. Yeah, it is. Seems like a good name for a dragon. If Peleus wasn't such a dick. I was gonna <laughs> say, he's a terrible dad. But... <laughs> of course he is. Of fucking course. Brings up someone from mythology. Were they a dick? Yes. Well... <laughs> Par for the course. Um, camp is beautiful, as always. But Annabeth needs to talk to Clarice. They're yes, besties, I love how I jarring this is for Percy. Yeah, because he's like, well, I hate her, and you hate her. Why would you talk to her? Why? What are you working on? What is this? What? Why don't you tell me things? It's almost Literally. like everything is fucked up, and maybe <laughs> we should get along with the few people who can fight back. Maybe. This but also, is true. It's too early in the book, so Annabeth can't tell Percy things. Right. Yes, of course. Communication would solve everything. And also Absolutely. because Rick likes to write his books with some modicum of suspense. Sus- God, I can't talk today. But- Talking's not useful, it's fine. <laughs> 
It's it's a victim of Rick's writing style. He just likes us to always never quite know what's going on. Exactly. We don't know what's happening. Um, but we're seeing some friends from camp. Okay, when did the camp get get an SUV? I don't remember that, but the Stoll brothers are hot wiring it. Well, doesn't um I thought they had like a van or something. Yeah, they oh, yeah, almost I, described I was a van, the van before. I don't remember it being an SUV specifically. I don't know if they ever like specified beyond with them being driven out yeah maybe it's the new car because like zoe abandoned the camp car in dc (laughs) (laughs) probably this is the new camp's new car so the stole brothers have to fuck with it uh where else does percy go but to do some sword fighting and his favorite we meet our girl the best (laughs) girl Puppy. We've, we've met the good, goodest boy before. This is uh, Cerberus's cousin? Grandchild? Unclear. <laughs> They're related, probably, because hellhounds. Yeah. But she's the best, and Percy thinks she's trying to kill him. Get the Greek <laughs> is my new favorite game. Really? I love that so much. You, you would think that means that she would attack people, but no, she doesn't. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe, maybe she's like, oh, these kids aren't Greek. <laughs> They're not from Greece. I can't attack them because he didn't say get the Americans. Maybe it's because they're not wearing the armor. Are the the dummies wearing armor or something? They did say that the dummies are wearing armor. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Something like that. Um, Or maybe it's because they have like targets. Yeah, they they have targets on them. Maybe she's just a good girl. She knows what's up. (laughs) This is also absolutely true. So there's a random dude here, an old man, swordsman, and he's like, that's my dog. Leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> you know how you casually have a hellhound for a pet and you're not Hades? I would. You're also a child of Hades. Shh, I would. <laughs> I just, they're they are just big and they're cuddly and- I think I'm gonna dress Ginny up as a, as a hellhound. <laughs> you should. You see, I've never had a dog because dogs seem like so much work. Can oh you God, even imagine? So work. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking oh my god. I don't recommend it to anybody. I love <laughs> her to love death, but I do want to kill myself some days. Now imagine if that bi- dog was about the size of like a small house. <laughs> yeah, it says bigger than a tank. Yeah. So nope. Big nope. God, that's a giant oh, dog. Can you imagine teething? <laughs> no, I just want to imagine snuggling. That's all. But also <laughs> I think I would be suffocated. Because, like, Ginny would, like, chomp on her arm while she was teething. Imagine that. Ow. I'm, I would die. Literally. <laughs> yeah? I at least nicely muted it. Okay, was that a cough? Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> we love. Um, so what do we think of this old dude who's just at camp? Uh, uh, this has never worked out for us before, so I would say that the vibes are off. But he seems to get along with Percy okay. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. (laughs) His name is uh, Latin. I think Hmm. that's wrong because they're Greek. But I guess that's why Mrs. O'Leary won't get him because he's (laughs) (laughs) not Greek. Yeah, it all works out. Everything shakes out here, sir. Uh, And he's got a cool like tattoo or something. Yeah, he's cool. He's edgy. He's an older dude. He has a sword. I'm just picturing like um, Santa from Eyes of the Guardians now in a camp athlete. <laughs> I, I, I picture him jacked, but not that jacked. Yeah, I was kind of thinking like a more wiry kind of dude. Hmm. 
Do you think yeah, he's very handsome? Because I bet he's pretty handsome. <laughs> he's gotta be. He's gotta be a silver fox. That's what right. I was thinking. I think he he's he's got the whole George Clooney gray going. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. If we're casting anyone as Quintus, George Clooney. There you go. Who's the guy? I can never remember his name. Uh, he's uh he's an NCIS. <laughs> oh, Mark Harmon. Yeah, I th- I think him. He's handsome. Anyways, that's who I'm imagining now. <laughs> that also works. You know, just any hot old dude. <laughs> Bring them in here. This Jason won't be casted uh, for a long time, but if we get to Battle Labyrinth, hopefully. Fingers hopefully. crossed. I, I am optimistic. As we should be. We hope to see a hot old man play Quintus. <laughs> um, he's also throwing bronze shields as frisbees for this dog. So he's also Captain America. <laughs> old Cap is Quintus. That's no, a old, Cap, old. old Cap is Steve Rogers. Or not Steve Rogers. Um, I mean, yes. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> God. So, I, you know, I live in Pittsburgh. And the amount of stuff that I see that's like just has Mr. Rogers on it. And I'm just like, is that Steve Rogers? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. The actual person, Mr. Rogers. Same person. Fred Rogers. Canon. He changed his name to Fred. Um, huh, it, fascinating. It <laughs> um, so we have the, the creepy crates. We don't know what's inside of them, but it's excruciatingly painful. Well, no, the, the ranch is not responsible for excruciating pain and or death or something like that. I think it, it is, but it doesn't want to be held liable. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't sound great, but you know, this is a camp for demigods. They train with that kind of stuff. Trauma uh, is what Quintus happens. is also like, you know, back in my day, we did it this way. Y'all are too my soft, God. you younger generation, and so ob- obviously I don't like him. The the crates are filled with my will to live, and that's why it's so dangerous, because <laughs> it's so... That would cause me excruciatingly it's... painful death, I know. <laughs> It's Pandora's box. We have to get your will, will to live back out. But if we do open it, then who knows what else could get don't, out of there. Don't make me go on a tirade about Pandora's jar, Ray. <laughs> do not. I, I, it's too early for this. We're, we're, not, we're not there yet. Someday. It'll be mentioned. Someday over the rainbow. Yes. Thank you. Because it sort of works with the context. <laughs> sure. Chiron is wearing a shirt that says number one centaur. He always has the greatest wardrobe. Like He he should be friends with Chad from High School Musical. And they yes! can share their t-shirts. <laughs> I want to see a fan art of Chiron with the shirt I majored in vacation. <laughs> I need it, actually. That's actually such a good one for him, too. Exactly! Yeah. Yeah. He always has the best shirts. Yeah. Okay. I'm- I would like to point out the line. I let Chiron carry him, carry me on his back. Um, I think if a centaur decides to carry you on his back, that is a an honor, and that you should <laughs> take that seriously. If I learned anything from Harry Potter, which was very hard to do, uh, it is that <laughs> it is an honor to be on a centaur's back. You know, I think Percy does not like- properly appreciate his cool teacher. He's just like. Um, you're okay with this? I, hmm, I thought I would, I would have offended you in some way, you know? But Chiron, 
he's saying vague things about Quintus, too. And he's not going to tell us what's going on there. We don't even know what, what, what his godly, who's his godly parent? Who is Quintus's godly parent? Unclear. I'm sure it's super I not mean, relevant. I'm going to go with it will never come up. Because he was able to throw that bronze shield pretty, pretty hard for, uh, for Miss Soliri. Okay. That's who I'm going with. I think his godly parent is Captain America based on that fact. <laughs> I mean, he does look like a true Adonis. Adonis as a silver fox. Mm-hmm. God, we need to we need to get away from this hot old man. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're we're gonna go see Grover's hearing, formal hearing. Indeed, Grover, where is your lawyer? I was just <laughs> thinking that. Phoenix, right? We need you now more than ever. Phoenix, come save Grover. Do do. Sorry, now I'm thinking of Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. I only think of Ace Attorney now because that's... I am aware that is your entire life. Yes, it that is now. Dreamlight Valley. I blame my my other friend Ray for making me play Ace Attorney. Oh, oh! I tried to get you to play Ace Attorney too. They knew me longer than you. They were trying to do it all throughout college. So, <laughs> so all, it just took two people doing it yeah. to finally put you over. Yeah. That's what happened. At least you got there. You got there in the end. Yeah, it, in the end, it did actually matter. So yeah, apparently Grover does need a phoenix, right? Because this is going so bad. Why are these old men so fucking mean? Because they're old fat men. Uh, yeah, half goat men suck, apparently. <laughs> well, we always kind of knew that about m- most satyrs, according to the mythology. Yeah, according to mythology, most satyrs kind of suck, but Grover was supposed to be our, like, you know, our exception to the rule, I guess. That doesn't sound good, but <laughs> he's the only good one that we've met. Not we all satyrs. satyrs. Not all satyrs. Um, important, we meet um some random girl who cries green, Grover's girlfriend? Grover's new girlfriend! No one ever Rick. tells Percy fucking anything. This is Rick. because no one has cell phones, I guess. Uh, no one like, has cell phones you know unless what? Rick says it's convenient for the plot right now. Rick was like, you know what? Grover's not the gay best friend, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, we figured that out last book. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's like he's trying to make him so much not, but he is the gay best friend. I, I, I think you might be projecting. <laughs> How, okay, bro. I know you listen to the musical, but if you saw the musical, you'll know that those no. Men in the musical, Grover, Grover so is gay. the gay best friend. I'm j- I'm not. I'm saying that that's not book textual. <laughs> it's it's so textual. <laughs> I think you're just a liar. Oh, okay. Y'all heard it here on the podcast, boys. I I know this shit, <laughs> but it's fine because they're all the gay best friend. Um, actually. <sighs> This is a camp for gay demigods and gay demigods only. Um, <laughs> so, so these these old goat boys. How do we feel about this description of them, though? Um, it still reads as um some of Rick's fat phobia. I was me. okay. So, I get in Greek mythology they are notably fat. Like that's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. But do we need to hammer it home so much? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, like, when they describe all the food being laid out in front of them at the end there. It's like, we got it. We got uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. And it's not like these are our friends or anything. We're supposed to not like them. So, again, we're vilifying the fat people. because I know they- I'm the worst, <laughs> but, like, you can stop coming for me. 
You're the worst for other reasons. Yeah. That's totally unrelated. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm also getting a little sick of it. Also, old fat guys can be like the coolest dudes. True. The, the chillest dudes. These okay. guys in particular just happen to suck. Yeah. But they are angry at Grover. Because, oh, you've been trying to find Pan for six months and you haven't yet? Bro, how many how many thousands of years have people been looking for Pan? No, literally, that's what I've been thinking this whole time. Like, oh man, it's been six months and you haven't found Pan. We've only been looking collectively for... <laughs> yeah, and those three haven't found Pan. Yeah, They're literally, what the fuck? All day. Why Shut don't they go up. Out? Go out and look yourself. Seriously. Like, they're mad because... Pan spoke to Grover, and they don't want to believe that that would happen because they want to think that they're, like, fucking special, and you aren't fucking special. So shut up. <laughs> and so so the only reason that they're doing this is because they're vindictive and jealous, and I'm so angry. It, it makes sense, but I hate them. <laughs> a lot. Uh, do you think that Grover would do well um, as a puppeteer or a tap dancer? I feel like he could pull off tap dancing. <laughs> Because we, we, we learned from book two that the only way he can get through acting is if he's with a semi-blind cyclops. <laughs> so, you know, part of that with puppeteering involves being able to do that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thinking he's gonna have to go with tap dancing. Although we also know his musical abilities are questionable. Yeah, I was, was just thinking, saying... I don't know that Grover's much of a performer, really. Hmm. I don't know, I'm wondering how good, like... You are a tap dancing with goat legs. Mm. That's that's gonna be. Hey, really difficult. you might not even need to put on like tap. Sure. Yeah. You know what? I'm it's more like clop dancing. It is. I'm imagining um the the kind of dancing that uh, Hector did in Coco, because like he was just made of bones and it made noise. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. Hector's my <laughs> my fave. Uh oh, Grover's shirt. Um, God hooves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bro, why does everyone have such good shirts? But also, maybe don't wear that to your hearing. <laughs> True. He should have worn something a little bit better. A little more professional. Nah, I don't think these fuckers care. Fair. But now we have to leave so quickly because inspection is starting. Oh, Grover only has um a week, right? Or yes, and then Annabeth more. says some more cryptic sh- shit about that. So that's fun. Yeah, cryptic things because it's also chapter two. Annabeth and Clarice are not just working together; they are like getting along. They're like comforting Juniper together. I was gonna say Clarice is actually comforting another individual. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Clarice says like one mean word to Percy. Normally, she says so many, but she just called him punk or something, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. She's mellowing out a little bit. I feel like Sea of Monsters really helped Clarice, like, start to grow up a lot. And then, like, you know, I'm sure we'll find out during this book whatever shit she was up to over the winter. Because we still don't know about her super secret quest. (laughs) It's still not known to anyone. All right. So how do we feel about this cabin inspection thing? Best cabin got first shower hour. I I still am bothered by the... uh, inherent unfairness of like the way that the cabins are split up and mm-hmm. you know you Plus know I have to clean but, all by shower whenever i want please 
I mean, Percy should be able to shower whenever he wants because he has water powers. So, <laughs> Fair. who fucking cares? But, okay, worst cabin gets kitchen patrol. Like, unless your cabinet looks terrible, I don't think that, I don't think that should be. Well, okay. I don't, it's, it sounds like they always have campers do kitchen patrols. So this is just how they decide who's doing it, which like. On the one hand is like, maybe fine. But on the other hand, it's like some of these cabins have like 20 kids and some of them have literally one. Exactly. <laughs> so it's not fair. Why not at just all? cycle it? You know? Exactly. Yes, exactly. Like. So it's and not also fair don't split it up by cabin necessarily. But also like, shouldn't he really just should have been given a pass for the first cabin expect inspection on the day he arrived yes but of Correct. course they don't care about that either yeah this is not the most suitable learning environment i would say personally all. yeah so percy's like oh my god i'm gonna have like candy wrappers and chip bags all over the place it's gonna be <laughs> terrible and, and selena's doing the inspection and you know no, no. she cares about that stuff because <laughs> aphrodite kid she's a neat freak of course I didn't do pretty. The fact that <laughs> just like nope, that's that's not gonna look good. Except it does look good because my bestest boy is here. Our son, our our good boy. Tyson. This it's Has so interesting how Rick, you know, changes tone and vibe like for the beginning of each book because last book. Everything was so fucking dire as soon as Percy got to camp. Like, we kept talking about how fucking depressing it was. Yeah. Because Annabeth had just gone missing, and, like, his cool shield from Tyson was broken, and it was just, like, awful. Here, we get in the cabin, and it is, like, a breath of fresh air. It is so it's wonderful so just to have Tyson, and he's fixed the shield, everything is nice. Uh, Percy gets a good grade in cabin. <laughs> Percy does. I, I want, and I he love gets all the Tyson. credit, even though he did fucking nothing. Exactly. But it's fine. Tyson is the best brother ever. Uh, he deserves so many awards. I <laughs> just love the like mechanical hippocampi that he has. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. like it's so. And then fixing the shield and. Ugh. I I freaking love some of Tyson's lines in here too. I just. <laughs> Uh, we can eat peanut butter sandwiches and ride fish ponies. We can fight monsters and see Animeth and make things go boom. Those oh, are all the things that Tyson loves. And and then Percy's like, hopefully not all at once. <laughs> no, yes, all at once. Everything. Ugh, I love this boy so much. Also, Tyson loves Annabeth. I'm, I'm crying. Yeah. Which Listen. is so sweet considering their relationship at the very start. Mm-hmm. He thinks she has pretty hair. And we've established she has princess hair, so yes, of course. <laughs> so so Tyson goes off um, with Beckendorf, um, our other bestie. <laughs> <laughs> so good building shit, a flaming double bladed war axe. Wow. Hell yeah, I want one. I love the the line that Beckendorf is just like. Even Beckendorf was impressed, <laughs> right? <laughs> And it's not even that it's a flaming double-bladed war axe. It's that he did it so fast. Mm -hmm. I love Eckendorf. <laughs> As everyone should. I He's love totally when best. Tyson gets to show off his skills. I feel like it would be way too easy to fall into, like, certain stereotypes and not let him, you know, have skills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, we, we still get some very vague things about, uh, Grover. Um, unclear. And, and Clarice... 
we get a little bit about her mission, I guess. She she scouted something that would be dangerous for Grover. <laughs> what, what is this? Everything could be dangerous for Grover. He's Grover. <laughs> he is. He's our sweet wow. little boy. Okay. Uh, and then Tyson says that uh, Goat Boy scares him. And I just, it hadn't even really occurred to me that Tyson and Grover have not hung out. They you have know? not. You know, Tyson helped save him, but that's about it. Also, Tyson is allergic to Grover. Yes. <laughs> Which, that's really too bad. You know that? That's fine, because that means that Tyson does not want to eat Grover. We're good with this. <laughs> he does not like to eat satyrs. You know what? You're so right. Cyclops. Things could be much worse. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad that, you know, we're, we're starting off better with Grover. Um, remember last book, how we started off? Where he yes. was a creep? He can be my good boy again. He's got a girlfriend now. She's she's got to straighten him up. Hey. <laughs> hmm. I don't like that either. <laughs> I don't either, but came out of my mouth, so. <laughs> so now we're here. Yeah. We are here. And Quintus is back. Per- Percy asking the best questions. What's that thing on your neck, bro? What's, what's, what's up about that? Is that tattoo? What's happening? So I have a story about that. I used to have a mole on... Like, right at the base of my neck. Um, I had to get it removed because it was too big and it was bothering me. Oh, no. But it, it was very noticeable. And I was working summer camp um, at, at a Y. And within my campers, we had several kids from uh, a school for kids with special needs. And so we had these kiddos hanging out with my other teens. And the one was so fixated on my mole Mm. he would tell me every day how gross it is and i'm like (laughs) oh my god i'm like i i'm i'm very aware kiddo and this all comes back to my thing of there's no filter Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's a mood for me too uh i've had that issue but you know could this be important to the plot maybe maybe never why would we keep bringing it up We only bring up stuff that doesn't matter, Charlie. Correct. Yeah. You, you know that's, how it is. That's the Annabeth way. But also, Percy, don't be so fucking rude. Uh, yeah. So Quintus is like, it's a reminder. Um, let's not talk about it anymore. We're done. <laughs> Deeply suspicious. We don't talk don't about be, Bruno. No, don't no, be suspicious. No. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> that's it's like five memes in one all together now. <laughs> We did it, guys. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. I could just keep singing for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Bro, we can't. We couldn't do it during the musical episode. We can't do it now. (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll be stopped. It feels like a normal day at camp. And now it's dinner time. And remember what's at the dining hall? The big jagged scar on the ground. Oh, yeah. That. You know, know I'm sure it's fine. That threw up skeletons out of the ground. (laughs) Don't say throw up. (laughs) No, it ate the skeletons. It it vored them. (laughs) Nom 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 nom. (laughs) It it ate the skeletons that it threw up. What? No, uh, Nico didn't summon any skeletons. He unsummoned them. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're correct, actually. <laughs> it did eat the skeletons. Is that Vor, though? Like, they're, they're no, not alive. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> they're not really people, either. If it swallows them whole, I'm gonna call it Vor. And that's my hard line. But is it vegan cannibalism? <laughs> did they consent? Yeah. 
Did did the ground ask before it ate them? I I don't think that the ground <laughs> did. I I don't think that the skeletons consented to any of the things that happened just then. Oh my well, God. then I guess it's not vegan. <laughs> Guess it's not vegan. Um, you know I couldn't be on the show without bringing up that. You can't be on the show without bringing up so many things that are so bad. It's your job. I am fascinated with vegan cannibalism. I know you are. <laughs> I I just need the listeners to know that that is still a thing I think about. You lie awake at night and think vegan cannibalism. Huh. <laughs> wow. You joke, but God, this is this who is... I am. This Except is the woman that Joe proposed to. <laughs> Joseph made decisions. <laughs> Were they good decisions? I guess we'll find out. We Taylor, will. you're a fucking catch. <laughs> do, I, do I need to... Oh, maybe I'm gonna ask him if he consents to cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat Joe before your wedding? Yeah, isn't that... No, no, it'll no. be afterwards. I'm gonna... I'm gonna you have to cut off his head and, and eat him. I was like, I'm going to go pray full praying mantis. <laughs> I support it. I guess in a way, the praying mantis is a, of is vegan cannibalism, because the male essentially consents. The male knows what's going to happen. They know. Yeah. Okay, you can go back to what we're supposed to be doing. Now I'm going to think about praying mantises. Cool. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have an episode of Buffy that you can watch about uh, praying mantis monster. Um, so... So, what does Percy have to do at night? Um, have dreams. Or not not have dreams? Right. Try it's to not, not a dream. I it's forgot. It's not a dream, which is it's fascinating because this is the same sort of segment, which is always dreams on these books, but this time it's not. It's, it's a usually, cool prank call. It's usually a dream, but he's not going to have a nightmare. He's going to get out He's going to have a waking fucking nightmare. <laughs> If a 10-year-old was planning my murder, I would be afraid. Would this be a butt dial? Like, uh, who calls him? Unclear. Uh, it's well, very unclear. What if, it's, what if it's a booty call? <laughs> um, That would be even worse. Who's well, booty calling dial, Butt dial and booty call are technically synonyms. They are definitely not synonyms. They're like, butt and booty what do you call it? You know what's fun? My kids don't like it when I say butt. They, I, I tell them, sit on your butt. And they're like, ew! Don't children like, think that's funny? What the heck? No. Three and four-year-olds do not think it's funny. They're like, ew! Don't say that. Sit on your butt. <laughs> just just sit on your goddamn butt. They're, they're homonyms, but not really. That's not the right word either. I had to look up what the word for things that sound the same but mean different things. Uh, <laughs> um, where Where are our smarter English majors? I, I, I can't just say English majors because I'm one of them, but I don't know what these words are. I don't know <laughs> shit about vocabulary. I, 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 I think that it's a very... Sp I think that what we call this is actually just a pun, and then we move on. Oh, okay. Cool. So, Nico, we have to talk about the boy. The boy is here. My He's boy. in his super cool fashion of homeless chic emo now. Face, emo face, goth face, all of it. His hair's longer. Um, you know, he's gotten paler, I guess. He's got ripped jeans. He's got It's because he's been underground for however long. He's got the jacket. Guys, he's got the jacket. His he's jacket, jacket is here. I love it. He is burning his mythomagic cards, which is the most 
heavy-handed symbolism I've ever heard in my life. It's like, I gotta <laughs> destroy my childhood. He's not a kid anymore, guys. He's <laughs> 11 now. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. So, Nico's birthday is probably in January. That's what the fandom goes with. Hmm. So, that would have been after the last quest. So, he's 11. Yeah, so he's not a kid anymore. I'm just a kid. He's a And twin. life is a nightmare. Charlie, this is half your fault. I know. <laughs> I'm picking it up from you. But that's all I can hear. Every time y'all say he's not a kid. <laughs> so, creepy ghost dude. Creepy ghost. Who the fuck are you? Percy doesn't even see anyone, right? Or is there like a silhouette? Or is it just a voice? Um, it, you can you can kind of see him out of the corner of your eye. He's, okay. he's a man of blue smoke. Uh, but no yeah. features. My favorite type of man. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be good looking because he's so hard to see. Oh that one's your fault. This is the musical episode of Every of time Gods. Ray drinks, you have, or if Ray sings, you have to drink. I said it wrong. <laughs> anyway, I was I'm like, sick. Ignore Ray doesn't me. sound drunk. Also, this is what I would be doing if I was drunk, this. though. Ray, is your D&D class just barred? Is that who you are as a person? I, it should be. Now I've got to consider what my D&D class is. See, I'm just like, well, I'm a podcaster. I like to tell stories. That's got to be a bar, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to think about it. <laughs> so this is something to think about. Uh, bonus episode where we make ourselves into D&D characters for Honestly, no goddamn reason. I would love that. Uh, so we have to get a soul for a soul because Nico wants to bring Bianca back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And no one's ever, you know, succeeded, but I'm sure you'll be fine when you try it. <laughs> Why doesn't he just do the, the Orpheus thing? And just, like, go in there and be like, hey, dad, can you let my sister come back to life? Like, well, she's your Well, we daughter. know how hard it is to get a hold of your fucking parents in this universe, so. Fair. I mean, Nico could also, like, hum a few bars, um, make Persephone <laughs> cry, you know? Okay, I'm definitely a wizard. Sorry. <laughs> It's, it's yeah, academia. Thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're correct. You are. But also now I have Hades Town stuck in my head. I gotta stop coming on here because now I just got so many things in my brain. <laughs> you know the. You know I think the problem with me being a bard is that I do not have dexterity. Um, <laughs> you can use a do a charisma build. It'll be fine. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just all <laughs> charisma. Nowhere to go. <laughs> so this is not great. Nico has a really terrible. Um, what what word am I trying to find here? Um, role model in this ghost man who wants him to find a person who has cheated death and okay. you know commit some justice. <laughs> so what I like about this is that um, Nico is against murder, and it's nice to know that no matter how emo of a phase he is in currently, <laughs> no murder. Yeah, that he still has you know a moral compass of sorts. He's only 11. Maybe we'll get to murder later. But, like, not right now. He's just starting the emo phase. (laughs) Once again, he's fucking 11. I feel like that's the thing I forget about the most is how young Nico actually is. He's younger than Percy was when all this started. So, like... Yeah. Like, I have 11-year-old nephews. They are... 11-year-olds are fucking babies. Child. Literal child. And he's in his, like, Hot Topic goth phase. (laughs) 
Eleven is almost too young to start a hot topic goth phase. Like you have to like at no, least no. I guess bro. preteen. Yeah. Okay. I guess I had my um like one day of wearing punk things when I was in seventh grade. Technically. <laughs> um, See, I must the thing the is that um, I went to Kohl's and got the Avril Lavigne line. Um, oh, nice. But but only enough clothes for like two or three days of school. So <laughs> I wore like very very punk things for a couple days and then i'm like i can't do this i can't keep this up this is a facade <laughs> but i was trying to reinvent myself <laughs> incredible you got imposter yeah. syndrome <laughs> yeah as an 11 I mean, year old i mean also like skinny jeans were just like terrible my my body oh. does not do well with skinny jeans see i have to go with skinny jeans because of how short my legs are Skinny jeans tend to be the only jeans that aren't too long for them. Mm. Huh. Yeah. I'm weird. I'm aware. I think I find that now if I try to wear skinny jeans, I've I found some that work for me, but I always get like so many holes that the jeans are just like Uh yes, the nice the nice thigh yeah. holes. Yes, God. I mean not even the thigh holes, just just like the knee holes get so big that it's like oh. this goes from like the bottom of my knee all the way up to my thigh. It's just it's just an entire hole. My leg is not in this. Because <laughs> it or just gets worse. Like because I'm not skinny. Christmas Eve this year. Well, I guess in December. Uh, I got down on the floor with my baby sister, and my pants ripped all the way up the the seam. Oh. So I just got to spend the rest of Christmas Eve with just my leg hanging out of my Oof. pants. I'm sorry, bro. I'm fine. You're you're smiling, but I can see the pain. Kaylee <laughs> thought it was funny. No, that's what's important. <laughs> um, yeah, we finished the chapter with Nico D'Angelo is clearly after Percy, the only person who has cheated death before. Only one. You'd never. Well, nobody no, else Nico has also happened. talks about revenge, which is you know the other reason that Percy assumes that it's him. It's not a bad assumption to make. They did have a very poor altercation. Nico, did, Nico, come on. Percy did not kill her or anything. Like Maybe he's it. going after Annabeth for some reason. Maybe he <laughs> blames Annabeth getting kidnapped as, you know, the reason for... Guys, we death. know who Nico has beef with. We all, we all been new. Yeah, he has beef with his goddamn self. <laughs> True. So Nico will use his soul... In exchange for Bianca, and then it just happens immediately. Oh, yeah, that makes me so sad, too. Yeah. That he's like, I've offered. Like, I know the trade doesn't work. I've tried that. And it's like, oh, baby, you're just a little guy. Yeah. Don't many, die. She wouldn't want that. have cheated death, though, so far? Because uh, Percy has. Annabeth um, has. I Annabeth definitely did in uh, Sea of Monsters, especially. Oh, um, uh, and holding the sky up. Hold yep, holding the sky. Talia Luke, um, cheated the fuck Luke, out of death. Actually, we still don't know how the fuck he's alive. True, true, true. No idea. Talia definitely <laughs> did. Yep. Zoe did, and then she didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't use her, her anymore. <laughs> um, Chiron. Yes. Yep. Chiron's cheated death. Um, I feel like the Hephaestus kids cheat death every day in the forge. <laughs> Because you just play with fire a lot. Tyson did when the boat exploded in Sea of Monsters. Fair. I don't know if that counts, though. Because it's, it's not like a mystical... He just got lucky, I think, right? Yeah, but mm. he still, like, should have died. 
But then you could use, like, everybody. They've all had, like, close scrapes before. I'm thinking more, like, I don't like think... shit that's actually unfair. <laughs> I feel like Grover's the one who hasn't fully treated death the same way most people have. Mm. So he's safe. Everyone else is kind of not safe. Well, they were all in the underworld, weren't they, in book uh, one? Okay, so also yeah. Sally. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sally yeah. I'm just saying, no one is safe. Okay, <laughs> Nico could choose any one of our faves and kill them and bring Bianca back. What if he killed Bianca to bring Bianca back? <laughs> uh, I think that's a paradox. Twist. He would have to go back in time and like oh, use Bianca's death to bring the future Bianca back. There you go. There we go. I solved the problem. We did it, actually. <laughs> you just need a time machine. And that is the chapter, folks. Hell yeah. We did it. We sure did something. Uh, do I have a plug for this? I'm gonna have to find one. Uh, in the meantime, Taylor, do you still want to be found in the internet? Like, <laughs> are you well, going into I, hiding? I deactivated my Twitter. Yeah. Because I wasn't As using it. As good and right. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't using it. And then, you know, all the shit went down. So uh, I think I'm under Tay Tay Ballet on I think it's Tay Tay underscore ballet on uh Instagram. Something you can like you can follow me. I don't post a lot. It's mostly my dog. If you <laughs> wanna see Ginny, the beautiful, fabulous dog, and maybe Joe, then Occasionally. You know, go follow You can follow you can follow Ginny at G- Ginny the Griffin Doodle on Instagram. Actually that is the best plug you could have had. <laughs> There you go. That's where you can find me. It's through my dog. <laughs> Most important thing ever is your dog. My father is yelling outside. Um, thank well, at you. At least he's not slamming shit like Joe was. I still know what happened. That's fair. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find something to plug here. I'm gonna plug like a fan artist or something. Oh, oh, <laughs> wait. Yeah, I guess I need to actually plug something. You got something? Uh, the Lunar Chronicles by Marissa Meyer. Hell uh, yeah. Cinder, Cinder, Crest, nope, Cinder, Scarlet, Crest, Ferrist, and Winter. I I am on Ferrist right now, but I am enjoying it. I highly recommend the audiobooks. Look, awesome. I did it. <laughs> I've definitely heard many people say that that's a good series. I never finished Winter because it was really long and I'm bad at books, but I really enjoyed the cast in those books. Um, it's uh, fairy tale sci-fi, you know. Yeah. yeah very it's fun. such a good, like... You, you just don't get the fairy tale mixed with the sci-fi bunch, and it, they did it so well. I, I recommend trying the audiobooks. They made it much more manageable. <laughs> good, good shit. Um, um, it occurs to me that I haven't talked about uh, Knives Out and Glass Onion yet. Uh, oh, important. Yeah. Very important. Uh, so I'm sure everybody's seen it by now who knows about it, but... If you, if you don't know about it or you haven't, like, taken the time yet, please watch Glass Onion. It's so good. Um, very different vibes from Knives Out, if you were a fan of that. But, you know, uh, also very clever, very fun. They obviously had a much higher budget on this one. <laughs> Sets are wild. Uh, I 
I just love how, like, the first one is all about, um, like, the old money, and then the second was all about the new money. Yes. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's very so, good. who are we going to take um, down next time if we get a third one? Which I, I know. Assume is in the works. I think that there's supposed to be a third one, and the I'm patriarchy. deeply excited. The patriarchy <laughs> is always the villain. Always. <laughs> um, Charlie, uh, not to spoil Knives, uh, Glass Onion, so I'll try to be I've vague. I've seen it. Well, for our audience, I mean, though. Um, But uh, did you catch a couple of character names? Uh, Cassandra? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I've heard people talk about it. And I'm just like, oh my god, I love it so much. Maybe we need to do a bonus episode on it just because there are, like, two Greek names. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that, too. (laughs) Cool, cool. We're on the same page. That's all I'll say. We just keep coming up with bonus episode ideas, and that's it. That's all you need. (laughs) That's all you need. Um, so my plug is going to be a fan artist that I love. I always like to share fan art if I can. If it's not spoilery, I try to <laughs> on our page. Um, so this I'm going to share a uh, plug. Do do rigs. D u d u d r i g s. Um, he does some very cool Percy Jackson fan art. Some is like TV show. Some is like not TV show. Excellent. Um, but we love all of it. It's so good. Um, also like his design for Nico. My boy has like an emo middle part. <laughs> My God. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway. Um, yeah. I just have a whole list of um, fan artists on here in case I don't have like Aww. a plug of something I'm watching because I'm still just watching <laughs> Buffy. <laughs> But Taylor, hey, you should watch that one episode of Buffy where they fight a uh, praying mantis monster. Oh, good. I, I will, I'll have to. <laughs> I think it's like episode four or something of the like show. Literally just episode okay. four. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying, as always. So yeah, this that's the show today. We did it. I guess now um, I'm going to... What am I going to do? What happened in this fucking chapter? <laughs> There's too much and like not enough at the same time. Um, do you have to make a collect call? Do you have to pick I, up a collect call? I, I do, in fact. I have to pick up a collect call because, like, I don't know who's calling me, but, like... Charlie, Nico don't do it. That's suspicious. ...is in the underworld, and, like, I gotta go check up on my, my brother slash son, my boy. Uh, so <laughs> get out of my fucking cabin. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, I guess. I won't eavesdrop on your phone call. <laughs> Hello listeners, editing Charlie here with a patron shout out. If y'all didn't know, our $10 and up patrons now get a shout out on the pod. So now I get to shout out our lovely God Complex level patron Matt. Matt is so wonderful and has been a supporter since we started the Oteg Patreon. Thank you so much for all your support, bud. You can follow this podcast socials at Of The Eldest Gods Pod on Instagram and Tumblr and at Of The Eldest Gods on Twitter. You can send us an iris message through of the eldest gods pod at gmail.com. 
If you'd like to support us financially, join us at patreon.com slash ofTheEldestGods. By becoming a patron, you can join the Deus Ex Media Discord server, where you'll be able to chat with us and other listeners about episodes and anything Percy Jackson related. Our $5 patron tier also gets you access to Against All Odds, our monthly bonus show. There, we'll talk about a wide variety of topics, which usually have something to do with mythology. No promises. You can check out our merch store in Redbubble to find custom designs made by Charlie. Or if you cannot or do not want to support us financially, we'd really appreciate a rating, a review, or letting your friends and followers know how much you love the podcast. That really helps. You can find me, Ray, at HeyHeyRay, spelled R-A-Y-E, on Twitter. If you want to hear more from me, check out Barbie Movie Slap, a podcast where my co-host Ted and I discuss Barbie's cinematic universe. That podcast Twitter is at Barbie Slaps. And you can follow me, Charlie, at GreenPixie12 on most platforms, but on Twitter I'm at GreenPixie123, which I'm totally not salty about. I also have an art Instagram at GreenPixieDraws. I sometimes do the YouTube thing on my channel, Charlie Mac. That's M-A-C-K. Our music was written by Isabel Strauss-Riggs and recorded and edited by Ian M. Riggs. You can find Izzy at Kane underscore I, that's I as in the body part, on Instagram and Twitter. She also currently makes video essays on the YouTube channel Kane I. Feel free to message her about making music for your project or editing your podcast. Of the Oldest Gods is proud to be part of Deus Ex Media, which features great podcasts like Content and Capable that follows Sam as he tries to figure out what it truly means to adults. Hi, my name's Sam, and I've recently become an adult. But why does adulting have to suck? Join me on my journey to rediscover the joy of following your passions as an adult and discuss it with people who are doing just that. I'll sit down with a variety of people from all walks of life and ask the important questions while trying to figure out what does it really mean to adult. Whether you're a pro or haven't even started, come and listen wherever you get your podcasts and hopefully you might learn a thing or two. Of the Eldest Gods is based on the series by Rick Riordan. Right now we are discussing Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Remember to follow us on your favorite podcatcher and meet us back here every Thursday. Ray. What? Am I gone? It's fine. It will keep recording. Uh, as far um, as I hello. know. Hello. It says hello. Hello. That's, that's that's a good sign. Hi. It does. Hello. I um, I don't know which hello. one of you is editing this, but good luck. Hello. Hello. I'm just gonna text them real quick. I'm I'm still here. I'm 100 percent still here. Is there a fucking tornado? Sorry, that was you that one time. Yeah. And then the last time we tried to record for context for the listeners, I ended up in the hospital with dehydration. So even after I left, my association with the pod tried to murder me. <laughs> God, it always is something. They say they're still in here. You don't see them? I, I Can they can they hear us talking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Ray, maybe maybe make sure you fully leave and come back or something. Don't stop recording. If you can hear me. Well, uh <laughs> I feel like we're talking to a goddamn ghost. They just texted me, yes, I can hear you, Taylor. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm Taylor.
<laughs> um, the app should still record, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it says it's still recording. That's how these things usually work, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I think as long as the host isn't the one to disappear. Yeah. Should be okay. I believe so. I've almost drank all of this in like the past 20 minutes. And now it's gone. Yay! You know what? Puking makes you really thirsty, apparently. Whoa. So does shitting your brains out. That's why I ended up in the hospital with dehydration. It was a fun-ass time. Okay, they said they're recording uploaded already. So, I have so many questions. Me too. I want to know why they were kicked off. First problem we've had with this that's like maybe not user problem. Yeah. No, this 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 is um I like they're not in the participants list. Yeah. Send them in or something. Oh, why is every recording we do curse? It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I knew it. I knew it all along. Dave X Media.